0: This week, we're popping open a little bit of the bubbly in our skybox and blasting our air horns for a tag team AEW, a North American Championship Tastic NXT, and even some new signings. Everybody's making moves, and we'll talk about it and more tonight on Hue Alternative. Yeah. I'm Rad's One and All, it's Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019, and welcome to episode four of Heel Alternative, ProWrestling.cool's professional wrestling podcast, where we talk about AEW, NXT, and the various things going on in the wide world of professional wrestling outside Vince's purview. Heck of a show for you tonight, let's just get right on into it. I am your host, John Gavrexky-Maxwell, and I've made a huge mistake. Trace Evans, why have I
1: done this? I don't know why you did this but I'm going to get the timer ready just with you because we got to we got to cut this off if it goes too far.
0: I have a 2 minute timer here and I'm going to start it when I finish speaking. Oscar Bernard, you have 2 minutes to talk about whatever you want about with WWE 2K20 and I will not interrupt you. Go. <sighs>
2: Fucking 2K20, man. Like, it's a fucking broken mess. The creator-wrestler system doesn't work. I can't fucking import my logos yet. And I just want to make a wrestler that looks like me. And, like, I can't do it yet. I can't import logos. I can't make proper videos. The fucking creative video is all... Aligned incorrectly, so when you go to make a video, it just cuts off and, like, zooms in on a fucking corner, so nothing works. And this really makes me mad, because there's actually a good wrestling game buried in here. Like, there are some changes here to the gameplay that, like, if they had better... There's a fundamental thing here that hey, maybe in the future this series might actually be enjoyable. But god damn it, 2K20. What the fuck are you doing? Like the targeting system doesn't work. The my what my creator wrestler of my friend Danny is perpetually 50% in shadow. Fuck's sake. Um God, the showcase mode is boring and doesn't tell you how to complete objectives anymore like 2K19s did, and I don't know how to fucking do a figure 8 headlock because that's not one of Charlotte's assigned moves normally, and I can't find it in her moveset. How the fuck do I do this, 2K? I want to beat the first goddamn match in your showcase. I have to fucking... God... The My Career Mode's okay. The storyline's actually not bad. Eh, the storyline's actually pretty good. It's it's dumb in all the right ways. I've seen it compared to the Suda51 Fire Pro thing. And honestly... I'm into it. Um, God, I just... Again, there's almost a good game in here. I just really... Really wish...
0: Everything else was good. Yep, we got all the timers going off. We got Tai Chi's happening. God damn it, Oscar! What? Uh, thank you for that wonderful update on this horrible experience in gaming from the bad place. Let us never speak of it again. Let's instead talk about some good stuff. And I want to start off the, this week's show by uh, talking a little bit about some uh, new signings that we had going on in the world of wrestling. Yeah, People getting contracts. These surprise, contracts.
1: Me. These surprise yeah. me a lot.
0: For one, uh, our good buddy, uh, famous dick wrestler Joey Ryan, has finally signed to a contract. No longer is he going to be indie. He's getting with the biggest company. He is all about that owl.
1: Wait, owls have pro wrestling leagues? Does Wait, does, does Impact still use the owl? I think wait, oh, they do. Shit
0: or did he... they find or did they finally say fuck that owl after you know rebby uh, don't don't made say that fuck popular... that
1: owl too loudly some people may take it literally <laughs> oh boy
0: yeah uh joy signed with impact i mean jeez okay sure kind of a strange uh, move but also i mean considering his explanation i think it totally makes sense considering that you know impact will let him keep all his indie dates and let him do his you know his thing for the most I part mean, not like they
1: can tell him otherwise at this point. Yeah, really. Like, yeah.
0: can Impact really tell anyone to do
1: anything, honestly? No, because uh, Killer Cross is out there just doing whatever the fuck he wants while he's not getting paid by them while under contract.
2: I en- As you do. I enjoy Impact. Like, Impact is a solid show that no one's ever going to give a proper chance because it has such a bad rotten reputation that honestly they should probably shut down impact wrestling and just start up a brand new company with exactly the same talent and people would give it a shot because that's i've been saying for years Mm -hmm. because honestly impact's been good impact is impact has carved out its own little niche and uh, they're not trying to be WWE light like they were in the bad TNA days. You know, they found what works for them, and it's basically just being a glorified indie show. And they're they a better Ring of Honor than Ring of Honor right now.
1: That is not hard to do, though. Ring of Honor is in dire situations. Yeah. But, like, like that's... Ring of Honor kind of feels like a company that's about to go out of business. It's like, that's... basically, please don't leave us villain enterprises.
2: Like, but like, th- like that's what Impact has stepped into. They've basically stepped into that Ring of Honor role, and I think they're doing they're doing fine at it.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, hey, Joey Ryan got to be a Bound for Glory, and you know, he did his he did his U-pornplex, and everything is great and fun. I don't know. This is good for Joey Ryan getting his money, getting to be on TV, doing some stuff. Do you think this makes a difference though?
2: Uh, no, For Impact or for really Joey yeah. Ryan? Either It'll probably make a difference for Joey Ryan But probably uh, Actually probably not a difference for either one Because let's face it The people
0: watching Impact already know who Joey Ryan is Fair enough Well, how about this Oscar? Let me riddle you this one Do you know Jake Atlas? I've heard the name But couldn't tell you anything about him He's a wrestle man.
1: He is. I looked him up I was like, oh,
0: that guy. Yeah, no, he's the little bit I've seen of him. He seems really good. Wait, let me look up a picture. He's pretty talented and very handsome. Yes. And most importantly, uh, he signed with WWE today. So I have a question just because I look him up. Yeah.
2: Everybody says Jake Atlas, first out gay wrestler in WWE.
0: Have we, so, yeah, those those stories are wrong and are basically being reported. already forgotten by, about Darren Young?
1: I was about to say, I wonder if part of this is just, it's like, who's that guy we used to have that was out and, like, and stuff? Let's get some diversity back here. Let's rehire Darren Young. That's the guy. Right They're hiring. Oh, uh, that's uh, Jake <laughs> Atlas, sir. Ah, just hire him. God damn it.
0: Yeah, this, basically my understanding is that this is just a lot of, like, the people that are reporting this don't follow wrestling and don't really know a lot of things yeah they so yeah not a lot of people remembering things like darren young or uh sonia deville or pat patterson or canyon in pat patterson's
2: defense was he open when he was a wrestler
0: my understanding is open secret but he wasn't actually out was he
2: no. So, like, it I could can nothing. see why you might not count Pat Patterson.
0: The point is, like, yeah, no. There have been very many, there have been a number of, you know, LGBT wrestlers before Jake Atlas. But, yo, I think very up- many
1: is not the right word.
0: I, I did, I corrected myself and said there have been a number.
1: Enough that you can't call him the first by a long shot. Yes, Absolutely. no, I agree.
0: But the point is, yo, they fucking signed an openly gay man to the fucking WWE roster in twenty nineteen. That's fucking great. Put him on Fox. Yeah, don't
1: give him a shitty yeah. oh,
0: oh okay. Sure. Yeah, don't send him don't send him to SmackDown. Don't have him don't send him to to Saudi Arabia. Put him in yeah. don't, put him in a Don't stable, give him a gimmick that is all about the fact that he is an openly gay man. So what you're saying like, is the, WWE cool. WWE
2: will pair him with Sonya Deville, but the power of their gayness will cancel each other out and they'll fall in love with each other.
1: I was just about to say that after you mentioned that pairing, I'm like, oh my god. That's exactly what Vince McMahon would do. That Fuck is that exactly
0: shit. what Vince McMahon would do. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we're Weird. we're already veering off into the bad place. Okay, this needs to end now. Like, yeah, all right, it does. you you sufficiently <coughs> killed the story. Congratulations, Jake Atlas. That's really cool. I uh, we wish you all the best and hope that they do well by you. Although you <coughs> yeah. know, most likely you're going to be going to NXT. Where I'm sure you'll be fine.
2: Yeah, will be he'll fine
1: get
0: NXT. a Pride T-shirt in June. I sure.
1: Mean, yeah. Sure. Why not?
0: Let's not waste any more time. No. Let's get right on into the thing that I know y'all are chomping at the bit to talk about here. Oh god, yes. Tonight's AEW Dynamite. There's some crazy shit going on on it. Uh before we get into that though, you want anything on Dark this week, that you uh, want to talk about? Uh, you know,
1: let's see. I'm trying to think about that one. Um shit, what was there on Dark? Fuck. I, I should know this. I have the stuff right in front of me. I'm pulling it up right now because I'm a terrible no person. Omega just not pay attention. It was no Omega versus one. No, it wasn't. Um, actually, in mean yeah, fairness, few things are.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna come out and say, and as much as Owen's gonna hate me, uh, Pittsburgh got a better show than Philly.
1: Yeah, I I agree actually.
0: I don't know. I, I was a little, I was a little hit and miss on this week's episode. I, I'm, I might argue that this might be my least favorite of the Dynamite episodes, but I, I'd probably watch uh, la- it again. I mean, last wee- week's Dynamite. Re-
2: look, last week's Dynamite was still my least favorite, but um, there was mm-hmm. one point on this episode of Dynamite that I was like, eh.
0: But overall, I think this was a solid episode. And yeah. I will say, admittedly, to be fair, like I, I was also, you know, doing my thing of watching it at the same time as
1: NXT and kind of having to jump between the two. So, and yeah. it really didn't do any favors there because they wasted no time on this episode. They had no time for an intro. They had no time to even give you proper intros for a bunch of the tag teams because they had to get all the action in, and more importantly, they had to get in time for Chris Jericho to sound off with some goddamn air horns. They sure fucking did. Jesus Christ! Also, can we talk I mean, about we get, can we talk about fucking Mark Quinn? Mark Quinn is a goddamn stud. He's an amazing wrestler. He's going to be a future champion someday, not they just tag are. champion singles. And Isaiah Cassidy is going to be all the same. That is your future heart foundation right there.
0: They are so good. They are just, like, so fucking fun to watch. And, like, even when they, like, kind of mess things up a little bit. Like, when Isaiah, like, kind of almost didn't really get that head scissor takedown that he had on that one time. But, like, the way that he popped up and just, like, got the crowd way back into it by just, like, being super excited that he even got, like, a little bit of it.
1: Like, fuck yeah! I mean, this is a sign of a really good tag team. Both of them, in fact. Not just, you know, them, but the Lucha Brothers. Both of them were able to take moveset for anyone else who would have been a full-on botch that they would have just fucked up and it would have stunk like shit, and they managed to still make it work in the match and get right back up and get right back into a move and just like, hey, yeah, that was botched, ignore it, because we made Did it half Did not skip a beat. No. And that is phenomenal. I was just, I was popping off at that, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like,
0: that was really
1: impressive. Mm-hmm.
0: Like that that is not something that I would ex- that I expected to see from yeah like even like a junior team from like you know private party maybe it is one of those things where it's like they're so new and like they kind of got this swagger and this cockiness to them that they can kind of get away with it but like still that's that's some fucking pro
1: shit right there yeah and I will say that I don't think it was a better match than private party and the young bucks but this match was way more chaotic in a really fun way um, I think we said this
2: last week, but or two weeks ago, or whatever pay per view or whatever Dynamite had, the Young Bucks versus Private Party. But
1: yeah, putting two Private
2: weeks. Party in the opening match of Dynamite is the smartest thing AEW
1: can do. Yes, they are Absolutely. the hot open. They are just god. Both of them are incredible. Please never get injured because you are two future Hall of Famers in any Hall of Fame. Yeah Yeah, brilliant Shame about the other tag hey. match Yeah Boy, howdy, that other tag match oh, It also kind of got shit on by Chris Jericho
0: Yeah, and that's like a big problem, I think, too Like, I get the idea of you wanna, you want to do that fucking Nitro thing of like here's fucking jericho and his posse being like the outsiders and just fucking disrupting the show doing their like dumb shit but like they could not have picked not only could they not have picked a worse time to do it they could not have picked a worse match to do it in because it just because the crowd was just itching to fucking check out of that match and when they got the fucking excuse to they're like gone
1: yeah and that's the thing is like look i like the dark order to an extent i think their gimmick is shit I think they're, you know, they need to maybe re engineer it a little bit because they look like goddamn nerds and not like the good kind of nerds that are cool and hip to hang around because you want to play video games with them. More the ones that, yeah, they play D&D over there. We don't talk to them because they get a little intense about it. Evil, and, Evil yeah. Uno
2: looks like the most fucking B rate indie wrestler with his shitty yeah. mask and his shitty gear. And look. I'm a fucking fat guy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front, but also, I don't. I'm not going around pretending like I look like a fucking professional wrestler, and I don't want to sound like I'm body shaming or anything. But also, the dude looks. The dude looks like a fucking schlub.
1: And I also the gear like, is
0: definitely like like y'all said before that the gear is definitely doing him no favors in that regard. Oh, like, it's yeah. not. It, it is accentuating all the wrong things. Like, you know, again, like Oscar's saying, like, you know, not the fucking body shame here. Like, we're fucking, it's not like I'm in shape either or anything like
1: that. But, like, mm.
0: that gear, like, I'm sorry, that gear just makes his fucking mantis look gigantic.
1: Yeah, he just, yeah, he looks like just this big evil slob. At the fucking entrance with the
0: creepers slithering?
1: Get rid of the fucking creepers. It doesn't help anything.
0: I just... I don't understand what the creepers are there for. Like, they don't seem like they get involved. They don't seem like... It it basically seems like they thought, what if we had an evil version of the boys? But, like, they don't do any of the fun or cool things that the boys do. They just... Show up and kind of be a throne, and they just crawl around like idiots for some reason. Yeah, the, cre- the creepers. Reason-
2: the creepers serve one purpose, and one purpose only, and that is so that Chris Jericho can wear one of their masks.
1: And that happened exactly once, and now they can take that Minecraft reference and put it in the closet, never to be seen again.
0: I feel like it would also help if we had some, like... Context for what the fuck the Dark Order are like? Who are they? Where did they come from? Why are they this cult thing? Why and, is it? Why is it a man in a in a goofy mask and like a fake Viking looking dude?
1: And I
2: wanted to say that war is their peace, and then I forgot that that's AOP's thing and not Dark Orders.
1: Yeah, the thing is, the commentary, bless hearts, tried to give some sort of context to them, and it did not sell on me at all. I don't think anybody would buy into it. Like, oh, they were once considered to be one of the greatest indie tag teams of all time, then they vanished, now they're evil. Like, no, that's not how that works. Like, uh, let me be, you know, Alex Marquez here, just giving the physical response, saying, no, that doesn't play at all, I'm going to shit all over your storyline. That seems pretty dumb. Yeah, that that explanation doesn't actually make sense.
2: I know you guys were saying that bringing out the inner circle to shit on this match was the wrong match to do it. But also, honestly, it's the right match to do it in. Because the crowd, or people are going to shit on this match already. So if you guys are getting out in front of it and shitting on the Dark Order, then people have less ammo to shit on your company.
1: Yeah, maybe. I, maybe. I really think this is a sign more than anything that the reason people could get away with this during Nitro is because all the matches for the most part were shit. Yeah.
0: And And the problem, like this wasn't a shit match. It was like there are definitely parts of it that were very good. Yeah. Like it wasn't dead. they're all good they're all good wrestlers. It's just this gimmick is just so baffling that it just takes away from it. Like I don't understand. I don't I just check out mentally. I
2: would yeah. have switched over to NXT if it wasn't for the inner circle
1: being interesting. That's fair. I I would stay on this, but it's like, yeah, I, I can get it. And this is the first time where I really felt like AEW overdid it with the crowd shots. And you could really see they were leaning into it with every time there was a two count. They'd cut to the inner circle, they're throwing popcorn, they're... Showing off their bubbly that they're not drinking. And, yeah, I mean, I get it, but...
0: No, I I actually felt like this was a a constant problem on this episode, and I'm glad you brought it up. Like, there are a lot of times where they just, like, cut to just random, here's a person in the crowd having, like, a look or something, and, oh, shit, we just kind of missed something because we did that. Like, why are you taking the worst things that Kevin Dunn does?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's the one... (laughs) don't cut away to videos like I've been saying the last couple weeks. You know, keep me in the action, in the which stuff. They, if stuff, stuff happens around it, it, cool. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they, they've been
0: pretty good. Like, I'll, I'll agree with Oscar. They've been pretty good about it for the most part, which makes it disheartening to see that they kind of amped it up this week. I don't want to see them do more of that.
1: Yeah, it, I just they they could get really bad with this stuff and at that point they're going to start hurting themselves. I just don't want them to go down the road because fuck, this is good fucking wrestling action. All of yep. it. Um, Even the weird shit. But yeah, like,
2: speaking of the Inner Circle though, I do think that they were the highlights of the night. Absolutely.
1: That... Promo and battle afterwards was so attitude era and so stupid that I fucking loved it.
2: I love the fact that someone finally used the logic of no, I bought a ticket, so now you're just a wrestler that randomly decided to attack a fan. Security, please get him off of me.
1: I'm not sure I could have bought that from anybody but Chris Jericho.
2: Oh yeah, he no, sold Chris that Jericho. So goddamn well, you know. Weird, Chris Jericho's really fucking good at wrestling
1: He's He showed it again Once again, he's a goddamn legend They're practically crying about I'm just a poor ticket holder Who's also the champion He looked like he was
0: about to burst into tears It was fucking hilarious And amazing He's such a douche I love him so much Like Mm -hmm. God almighty, he's just the greatest He really is Yeah um, and this is what this is the kind of promo stuff
2: that I really wanted Dynamite to be doing in these early episodes because I fucking know who these people are now. I have a reason to care about m j f s loyalty. I have a reason to care about Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. and I feel like to go back to the Dark Order, the dark Order could probably stand to have some promo
0: time. To just be creepy and shit. Absolutely. It's, it's actually something I thought about watching this week's Being the Elite. Did, did either of you watch it? No. Uh,
1: a little bit, yeah. I'm like, trying to the- go into
2: AEW did- right now by not watching be- Being the Elite because I want to get the experience of, hey, what's a casual fan or what's a semi-casual fan that was WWE only that's decided to check out this other company because he's bored of the bad place? But I don't have time for all this internet shit.
0: That's fair. But, Trace, yeah. did you see the the Luchasaurus bit?
1: I did see the Luchasaurus bit. That was, that was amazing. That was golden. Like, that was a, very heartwarming. Like,
0: that's the thing. Is that, like, you know, obviously there's going to be a bunch of stuff on on Being the Elite that you can't really put on TV. Like, say, for
1: example, that Joey Janela bit. Yeah, or, you know, <laughs> yeah, Joey Janela bit. Jesus Christ. What the fuck?
0: That thing went from, Jesus, this is weird and uncomfortable, to... Wait, this is incredibly sweet, and, and I'm heartwarmed. Like way faster than
1: I expected, and also kind of creepy at the same time. Like, that's how you're gonna say it? Okay, sure. Yeah, that's. Hey, you know what? Find a story yourself for a woman. For the kid. Yeah,
0: yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> fucking. I, I just don't understand why they didn't put that Luchasaurus bit on television. Like, that's such a great, sweet little moment. That's such a great little character moment that would, like, help get them over so well. It would.
1: I also feel like they could just have Marco come out with that little mask on, and it would get the point across just as well. So, giving a little context for those who are really into the lore, sure. But, you know, I yeah, just yeah, go with
2: could but, honestly probably stand to cut one match from every show. Uh I I don't know about that one. Cut cut one match and have twenty minutes of promo time. Spread it however you want. Put air air more vignettes. Like air that Luchasaurus bit just as a vignette during the show.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna disagree on that one personally. I just I think they have enough time and I think they're doing their promos succinctly enough. To where I think they're trying to avoid having the raw length opening promo. And I think they're doing a pretty good job of just making sure anytime they got some promo time, it gets to the point. Yeah. So I I, I, don't, I don't want to see more of that personally, but um, you know, I think you have time anyways that so you can fit in there. They showed their Woldorf or whatever hell the guy's name is. It's going to be debuting soon. They showed a couple of things here and there. Yeah, what's that Warlow's guy's deal? Uh, he's from Ohio. He likes to bench shit. He's coming. Okay, That's Ohio a... versus everyone. Yeah. Get Sammy Callahan on the phone. Yeah, exactly. Except you can't
0: because he's too busy fighting Tessa.
1: Yeah, I mean, also true. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what they got Wardlow guy is doing, but they're apparently going to debut him finally after all these months. Eventually. We'll see. All right. Let's stop beating around the bush here. Yeah. Tell me about... The nicest match of all, AEW's 69th match. That's right. I've been counting them because I've been doing statistics. And if you count the Cody and Orange Cassidy Jr. match, which I do, I don't know if it's going to be official in the books or not, but I don't give a fuck about that. It's still a match. A ref was there. A ref 69, was 69. Yeah. It was, it, can- it was filmed. They put it on their YouTube. Mm-hmm. Wins and losses matter, John. And I'm Maybe unsanctioned. We don't it- know. Yeah, we don't know. It might be unsanctioned. I don't know what Tony says. I'll also, wait for him to weigh in at some point. But the Best Friends and the Young Bucks was the nicest 69th match in the history of AEW. Only happens once, and they're both in it. Also, Orange Cassidy's there. He sure was. Hey, he's he's, Odyssey, he's
0: a Honestly, I can't he think. He did some kicks, and then he got kicked, and I was fucking pissed. The, be- yeah.
2: the best friends in Orange Cassidy are the three people I think are the most deserving of having the
1: 69th match in AEW. I agree. I think they're absolutely the biggest train wrecks in the best way. But I'm so
0: mad that they lost. Because now I'm, Chuck E.T. didn't get to say shit.
2: I'm kind <laughs> of. true. I'm kind of sold. Let Chucky e. T say shit, you cowards! I'm, I'm kind of sold on uh, on Orange Cassidy now.
1: I'm, I'm finally getting it. Yeah, the whole thing is like he's just freaking lazy. He can do all the stuff. He's just lazy.
0: He's just lazy and an idiot, and he doesn't care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it
2: finally clicked with me, and I and I I stopped having like my Jim Cornette
1: instincts. Thank God for that
0: he throws himself off of things with his hands in his pocket and then goes, baby!
1: And, yeah, that... Oh God. That, once again, the hands in the pockets, crossbody. Criminally so underrated. It is just so fantastic. Good. It's
2: really good.
1: <laughs> um, it's so. just incredible. No, it's not just incredible. I think he's working at Target. Fuck shit!
0: Ah. No!
2: I thought he was dead.
1: No, he's not dead. That's Mike Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome is extremely dead. Wait, Mike Awesome's dead. Yeah, he's been dead for years, man. Like ten years at least. The fuck. How did you not know this? Like, there's that whole thing where,
0: like, he's on the fucking, uh, the ECW one night stand and Joey Styles, and he does, like, a suicide dive, and Joey Styles makes a comment about how he should commit suicide. And then, like, two years later, he fucking commits suicide. Wait, committed suicide?
1: Yeah! Yep.
2: What the f- this is all fucking new to me!
1: Yeah, like um, like
2: I'll be honest, I mostly knew Mike Awesome as that '70s guy, and so like I oh
1: fucking hell, I never saw a oh, lot Jesus. of his
2: ECW stuff. I'm trying to get my way through the recw stuff.
1: Yeah, ECW on TNN was pretty much his highest point.
2: Yeah. Oh, they haven't dubbed that yet.
0: He had that. Hey, he had that really good match with New Jack
1: for the title. Did have that, and he also had like seventeen hundred different awesome matches with, with no pun intended. There, great matches with Masato Tanaka, whatever the hell the guy's name was. I oh, did yeah. see the one night stand, one of those. I mean, they they like brawled forever, and those matches were just like we're going to try and hurt each other constantly with power bombs and look, fuck look yeah, The cool. stuff
2: I've seen of Mike Awesome not in WCW definitely makes me realize how the fuck did WCW dot do this properly.
1: Um, it was because that's t- just
0: WCW. That's what they did. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I was gonna everything say everything wrong. Yeah, but anyway, I'm they just... had
0: like they're fucking they're the fucking bad place. They had all the tools and all the resources to get it all right, and they're just fucking it up intentionally, seemingly. But yeah, Speaking... no, I'm, oh. I'm just fucking j- all that still... said. It was really cool to see the Bucks do more bang for your buck.
1: Yeah, that too. That was that was good to see that get its attention again. That's a good move. <clears throat> That's a great move. Speaking of fucking things up for the rest of us... I, I know it's good, overall. But... Nothing made me say fuck Pittsburgh more... Than Britt Baker... Coming out to all the Pittsburgh shit. I liked... As someone... As someone that doesn't care
2: about Pittsburgh one way or the other, I thought this was really good.
1: It probably was really good. Also, fuck Sidney Crosby.
2: He's a good Canadian boy. (laughs) No, he isn't. He loves hockey.
1: He hates hockey. He's destroying it from the inside.
2: He loves Tim Hortons.
1: I, I, I don't want to... I'll get killed on the streets by a, a Canuckistani if I say anything bad about Tim Hortons, so.
0: I love the sports puck.
2: <laughs> um, so, But I'll, I'll say this. I'm like the fucking bad place. AEW sure knows how to make someone seem like a big deal in their hometown.
1: Yeah, that is fair. That was a really, really good job of like, hey, you know, she's one of yours. And that makes me excited for when they start going to hometowns that other people are very well known for being in.
0: Yeah, and it's I weird mean to I... think about how it how things can be kinda nice when you don't just take the attitude of, oh well, we're in their hometown, so they're already over here, so if we beat some if we beat them here, then it'll make this other person seem cooler and, and better. And like
2: Yeah. I don't know if they'll do it for Instead other people. Instead of just because making Rip your Baker... fucking hometown
0: person look like a joke.
2: Like Britt Baker's whole thing is Britsburg, so it's like they kind of had to do something big here.
1: Yep, that they did.
2: But also, like, yeah, Britt Baker seemed like the biggest deal. She seemed this in the basically this whole time.
1: Yeah, no,
0: I mean, she, yeah. come on, man. You, what do you think's gonna happen when they're in Charlotte in like two weeks? Uh, yeah. Like, you think that fucking Dustin and, and Cody aren't gonna be like the hottest
1: fucking things in the goddamn world? Oh yeah. Um Also Hangman Page in West Virginia, y'all.
2: Mm, Does Darby Allen gonna get something big if they ever go to Seattle?
1: He better. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. And also he'll probably get the Darby fucking Allen chance.
2: Um I'm sure also they'll probably wind up. If they do go to Canada, which they're going to do eventually, I bet you they go to Winnipeg yeah. first.
1: You know they're going to have a Winnipeg war. Like, they, they have to go to Winnipeg, basically. Yeah. Also, They'd... they got to go to SoCal. Man, can you imagine how that's going to be? SCU and the Young Bucks. is it's probably going to be the match. Uh huh. Is. If SCU are in
2: SoCal, is it still the worst town they've ever been to? No, no
0: it's, it's the best, best town. town they've
1: ever been in, too. Ah. Yeah, they always change up whenever they go to SC SoCal. It's like, this is the best place we've ever been. I like the
2: consistency.
1: Yeah, they're consistent. They, they, yeah, Nothing changes. It's no. all SoCal. All SoCal all the time. Mm-hmm. Like S- SCU
2: are actually probably the biggest the 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 only other people that I can think of that'll get like the huge Britt Baker all Pittsburgh thing because again they're tied yeah. to the place.
1: Them and the Bucks. I'm interested to see how Seattle reacts because that we have both Aubrey and um, Darby Allen.
2: I didn't know Aubrey so. was
1: from Seattle. Oh yeah, she uh, still does some officiating on a local indie fed here. Three to one battle. Hey, I I went to one of their shows. It was fucking awesome. It's it's some weird horse shit wrestling. I love it.
0: You know what else is pretty fucking awesome though? That goddamn main event.
1: Jesus Christ. And I never thought I would see a time limit draw match that actually was pretty fucking good.
2: Also the perfect like, fucking time limit draw. That was the yeah, right no, they, that, that was the right finish.
1: Like, yeah, they kind of choreographed it a bit much, and you knew it was going to happen after they started counting down minute by minute, but still, it's like, shit, that was pretty good.
2: I now want to go back to that um, Darby Allin-Cody match to find out if they telegraphed it that much as well.
1: They did. They did. I'm fairly certain they did. Yeah, they they Mm. definitely had a countdown there. I mean, when you see a body bag put on him with three minutes to go, you kind of figured, okay, this is either going to end right now, and if it doesn't, then it's going to be a draw.
2: And I think, it didn't end right there. I think what they have to do though is they have to uh, they have to have they have to have it go to that countdown and then have like a last or like a pin with two minutes left, so that you're not automatically conditioned that oh, once it gets to this point, it's going to be a draw.
1: Yeah, they gotta get the New Japan consistency with, like, the countdowns so that they're happening every time consistently so that there's no difference in expectation and that there are finishes that happen right at the last minute or two minutes or so. Yeah. Like, that was probably one of the most hyped moments in New Japan, not to get too off track, where Sonata pinned, um, I think it was Okada or I don't know who it was, but he pinned them with, like, 15 seconds left to go.
0: Yeah, it was barely any time left.
1: Yeah, hype as shit and here they you could see that they're you know trying to get their big moves off but both are so exhausted and obviously we got a rematch coming up at some point
2: yeah it Hooray! this has this has to main event their their next pay-per-view after full gear i think probably probably or hold off until one of them is champion
1: that too. I mean, either way, this starts working. Like, Pac is on the road to challenge for the championship at some point. He's right there. Does, does Pac beat Cody? Um, he could. Like, do you I think, see
2: no reason against it. Do you think Cody takes it and then Pac wins it on a random dynamite or something?
1: Um, random dynamite would be very weird to me, but, um... I could see that happening. I certainly don't see why you couldn't have that trade-off. Like, you talk about the top three people right now in singles for the men. By my rankings, it's Jericho, it's Cody, it's Pac. There's your order for the championship lineage.
2: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. One important question, though.
2: When does Michael Nakazawa get the title?
1: Uh, He's got to actually do another match soon. He hasn't done a match in over three months. The only person he's actually beaten is Jabali. Is Jabali on your rankings? Yes, he is. He's down near the bottom. Is he Important above question, Joey Janela? He is above Joey Janela. He's also above Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Fucking great!
0: When they had to end the match because of the time limit, did Tony Schiavone say, "We're out of time"? C one dark.
1: No, he did no. not. Ah oh, man. They- Because when time expired, they actually did have TV time remaining. They had about a minute. They just let them stew there for a minute. While then, eventually, after, um, basically, I think it was, what was he saying? John John Moxie kept saying, time can kiss my ass or something like that. (laughs) And then you eventually could hear in the background, because you could keep hearing it as you're going to commercial, the 10 second countdown from the back. And they just right. kept the camera on him while we were counting the 10 seconds off. And yeah, just him being bitter in the ring and the crowd actually not booing the shit out of a time of draw, which is amazing. That's great. They, they weren't happy about it, but they also knew that neither were the wrestlers. So, you know. Mm-hmm. What was that? What works better what, that way. What was that TNT TV show that they ran a Nitro match
2: during the commercials of? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh shoot! I don't know which one. And can we get that again?
0: Silk stockings. That was
2: USA. At first, I thought it was Pacific Blue because I was just thinking of that episode where Triple H is a pedophile bodyguard.
1: Yeah, and I already should tell you that was USA.
2: <laughs> Sorry, where
1: Shawn Michaels watched a boat blow up.
2: A pedophile bodyguard who was a member of D-Generation X.
1: Yep.
0: Speaking of great programming on the USA Network...
1: (laughs) So, John, let's get on our little beach cop bike over here and ride over to the NXT land over at Full Sail.
0: (coughs) When you're a spy... (laughs) You watch all this wrestling, and then things happen. Is it- I squint
1: and notice an object of interest in the corner.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the NXT title. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so John. Also, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, but it seems like the the product quality in NXT it, it's not quite even. We need to make it even. Uh, just just going to adjust something over here and just <laughs> so not quite even. I need to. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm killing Oscar with these references. <laughs> NXT was
0: was good this week it's look there's not much to say that we haven't said already it's still having all the issues that it's been having of like the main roster stuff of like look we're seeing the same people too often which we'll get to they still have the unnecessary overrun but hey the wrestling is really good and when I am actually invested in it it, it is a good show that I enjoy watching yeah
1: Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair had their match it was really good they're both really good wrestlers. I would say they both are better than the grand majority of the AEW <laughs> women's roster.
0: Yeah, and, and it was definitely, like... It was definitely had, like, a, a little bit of a slow start that I was kind of a little bit, like... I didn't really get it at first because they were kind of doing, like, a lot of, like, weird test of strength stuff. Like, in a way, it kind of just felt like, are they just, like, kind of trying to do, like, a fucking Hogan Warrior thing here? What the fuck? But, I mean- like... Once the, but, no, the, but they did definitely sell the story of, like, these are two really strong, powerful ladies, and once they got into it, and once that match, like, really kicked it into gear, it was pretty damn exciting.
1: And that's also kind of the WWE style, is just start really slow and then just build up the speed until it becomes the locomotive out of control.
0: Yep. I mean, again, though, it's, it's still, look, they're still having the same pacing problems of, like, basically every match is a commercial break.
2: John, question yeah. for you.
0: Which one of these ladies like, is
2: which one of these ladies is Hogan and which one's Warrior?
0: I mean, I guess Ripley would have to be would have to be Warrior yeah. because she won.
1: And also, yeah, Bianca Belair uses her hair as a whip, so it's like that's like the weight belt.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'll allow that. I was gonna say Rhea Ripley had face paint, but then I realized I was thinking of Tony Storm.
1: Yep, you sure were. You sure were. Fucked up, man. I wonder if Bianca, if she would start just whipping people with hair, she could start saying, Number one! <laughs> yeah, but <bye-bye>, brother! <laughs> the skin and the flesh melting off your body!
0: Well, then I guess on that note, we should talk about match number two!
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <coughs> Fucking Cameron Grimes
1: is back. So, John, help me Which out I, here. Which
0: I shouldn't even say, like, he's back. He's been on, like, every fucking week since they went live with his stupid fucking top hat. And, like, <laughs> I'm a Carney, I guess, gimmick. But, like. Wait, is he Kazarny? Yeah, he's here. Hmm? Is he Like He's kind of Kazarny, yeah. Can he do the
1: Kazarny speak?
0: No, he just has a top
1: hat. Oh. So, help me out here. Did he used to have a different name? I forget his. Trevor Maybe Lee, one of the ones that was renamed. Yeah, he's Trevor Lee. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't realize that. Why is yeah, NXT and, going hey, back to renaming wrestlers?
0: Yeah, the fact that NXT brought back their fucking stupid random name generator for all these people, and like they're just coming up with the dumbest shit names ever. It's it's so fucking terrible. Swerve me, it really is. I, I thank God they
1: let him keep the swerve part. Yeah. Like, for fuck's sake. I, that one still irritates me because he's another, like, he was a mainstay of Seattle's um, indie scene. And Jesus Christ, Shane Strickland is a good name.
0: Shane Strickland's such a good name. It's, they didn't have to change anything. And then they just know. gave him this stupid new name for fucking what? I,
2: I'm just yeah, glad. Scott. I'm just glad that my favorite website, the WWE Developmental Rookie Name Generator, is relevant again.
0: Yeah, I know. It, it's just it is it's look, I've said it on the on the mothership daddy like in the past before, but it is completely baffling to me that like this company is a place where they're trying to sign all these fucking talent to keep them away from AEW and like going anywhere else and like they decide to institute again the policy of oh, we're not going to let you have your own identity and do your own thing and which is the reason we signed you in the first place. You're here to fill a role and we're going to put you in the role that we I decide. Mean, it- Is that so that
2: if they is that specifically probably because of AEW? So it's like, oh, if I um, if you leave, people are going to remember the name Isaiah Scott, and they're not going to remember who Shane Strickland is, and you're going to have less name
1: value. I think that's going to backfire on them though, because then it'll be like, oh, this guy's name is Shane Strickland now. That's a way cooler name. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Cameron
0: Grimes fought Matt Riddle
1: cool it uh, you know riddles decent bro
0: yeah matt riddle's real good they had a, a very fun match it was quite exciting I, I will say that like as much as the thing cameron grimes gimmick is fucking stupid uh he's he's really talented
1: mm-hmm.
0: and matt that riddle's is. cool shit but like yeah. matt riddle still
1: won of course he did because he's got to keep that chase going towards the belt again
0: yep and then after the match Cameron Grimes got all uh, Riddle tried to fist bump him and Grimes was like get the fuck out of here fuck you Uh, while hanging out at ringside and also at ringside for some reason was Tower Bate.
1: oh okay sure and Tower
0: Bate was like no come on man you fist bump him like this and he fist bumps Riddle and then uh, he tries to fist bump Grimes and Grimes like punches him or tries to punch him
1: Great, we got our next feud set up. Wonderful. That was and really good. And then Tyler Bate
0: just does the, the bop and bang and punches him right in the face and makes him look like a jabroni.
1: Oh, jeez. Okay, of course.
0: Get hype for that match next week.
1: Oh, yeah, I think I already know what's going to happen there. Wow.
2: Question, is next week's NXT going to feature yet another uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic match?
0: It might. I Actually, it. It, you say that, but... They did announce that they are going to fucking do Io Shirai and Candice LeRae again. Fuck's sake! <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know about this show. Because <laughs> you know what else <coughs> they did do? They had fucking Brizongo fight the Forgotten Sons again.
1: God damn it.
0: Yes,
2: like, but they had... Me- it wasn't just Brazongo versus the Forgotten Sons.
0: Yes, it's true. It's this time it was it was a six-man tag, and instead of it being Brizongo and the Forgotten Sons, but Gunner's not fighting except when he is fighting, this time Gunner was totally fighting, and they had swerve.
1: They had swerve. Like,
0: but more importantly, Brizongo are fucking hot stripper-top gun pilots now.
1: I, I'm okay with them having this stupid gimmick if they're going to have to be stuck with it for the rest of their lives.
0: They're wearing bomber jackets and sunglasses. Fandango is dancing around with, like, the the air traffic controller, like, little, uh, the, the, the flare flashlights that you hold. And he's dancing with them <sighs> and, like, crotch-chopping with them.
1: He's gyrating madly out of control.
0: So, is... Jackson Fandango gutter. is fucking great. Like it's it is amazing to me. Not, I'll, I'll let you get to, to your point in a second, Oscar. But it is like fucking goddamn. Just watching like this in AEW together. Like I, it's not even really a comparison thing to me as much as it's just like seeing the fucking batshit weird comedy of fucking Orange Cassidy and then like Fandango just going completely balls out, insane every single time we see him. Like. It's weird to think that we're kind of in a golden age of comedy wrestling
1: right now. We sure are. <laughs> and I'm way into it. Yeah, absolutely. This is so good.
0: Yeah,
2: but Oscar, you were saying? So is Jackson Riker like the least important member of the
1: Forgotten Sons or? um, I'm going to answer this for John. Everyone is the <laughs> least important member of the Forgotten Sons. Every one of them. Because Wesley Blake used to be a real life cowboy He used to be a webstep cowboy and then He, he was a webstep cowboy And then he got forgotten And then
0: Buddy I Murphy just... got the song And then Buddy Murphy got the song Taken away from him And now Buddy Murphy sucks
2: I yeah. I just want to say I know you said I'm not allowed to talk About the bad game anymore But also for some reason Jackson Riker is the only forgotten son mm-hmm. They put in 2K20
0: Look, he's a military man, don't you know?
2: They have a Wesley Blake model from 2K18!
1: <laughs> don't make me get the hose out again, I'll do it. It rubs, it puts you know, Leo on, you know else?
0: in the basket. You know,
2: you know who else is not in 2K20? Leo Rush. <laughs>
0: you're right and you know who should not be on commentary John, do you have anything to Leo say Rush. about Leo Rush
1: <laughs>
0: Leo Rush was on commentary for this match between Angel Garza and Gentleman G- Jack Gallagher f- for I guess maybe a, a cruiserweight championship opportunity <laughs> I guess maybe is,
2: is, 205, Live, that no, belt. is 205 Live mm-hmm. just part of NXT now
0: yeah, but they're still filming it after SmackDown. Sure, why not? I don't know what the fuck they're doing with the Cruiserweights. And also, <laughs> goddamn Leo Rush. Like, you know what? I, I didn't hate Leo Rush when he was doing the Bobby Lashley thing. Like, yeah, he was an annoying prick, but, like, that was the point. He's yeah. the heel com- he was the heel manager. He was supposed to be an annoying prick. But... Leo Rush as the babyface champion on commentary. Wait, he's he just—he is uh, the babyface. Why, Why? I need this? The dude is so punchable.
1: <sighs> he's and
0: a- he basically had fucking nothing to say on commentary. He had basically nothing to contribute. Like, they tried asking him, like, question, Like, Morrow tried asking him questions about things, and he just kind of didn't really seem like he knew anything. Like, it was fucking awkward. Because he's not a baby face; he's a heel! Yeah, I don't... I don't know... Is what, this WWE just trying to do the him.
2: whole, oh, he's been gone for a while, so people are gonna cheer the fact that he's back... So let's make him a generic face.
0: And also they're they're kind of playing into the fact that, like Well, he had these he's been open about the fact that he had he went away for a while because he's having some mental illness issues, and he's a, a good role model for being open
1: about mental illness issues. There's there's a great way to settle this. You bring him out in front of a crowd, same heel face orientation he had before, so as a heel And if the crowd starts cheering him, you turn him face. If they don't, you keep him heel. Simple as that.
2: Or just keep him heel and let the crowd cheer him and just have him go up against heels then, like they did with the fucking Velveteen Dream. Yeah, that too. That works. That's a great idea. Like, sometimes people are just over and you don't have to change their character.
1: Yeah, isn't that right, Kevin Owens? oh anyways Gall- I, that's the- yeah 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 i, I, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about the bad place i'm sorry that was, shouldn't evoke that no that's fair that's fair uh yeah, garza and gallagher
0: is fine there's nothing really to say about it garza won yeah that's a shame gallagher is nice Gallagher's is nice and cool but also it's like what the fuck are they doing with any of the of the cruiserweights it doesn't seem like any of them really matter anymore i mean fuck i mean again not to bring up things that happened on the bad place again but hey how's drew gulak doing Uh,
2: I'm gonna give you a hot take none of the cruiserweights have ever mattered the last time the cruiserweights mattered was when Enzo was fucking champion
1: Uh, even before then they didn't matter Yeah, but they had a slight blip of mattering I'm gonna say that was more he ceased to matter when he went down there it's just it's been hell ever since the cruiserweight classic ended Remember Austin Aries? Yeah. Boy, that wasn't good. Sure
0: fucking wasn't.
2: I mean, hey, Austin Aries has the accomplishment of WWE didn't even wish him the best in his future endeavors.
0: Wonder
1: why. (laughs) The world may never know. He probably just got up and walked out without saying anything to them.
2: They stunned him with the evidence
1: (laughs) and he just sat back up and walked out.
0: We do we do WrestleMania. That seems
1: unlikely. He'd never do something like that. Oh, and um, yet here he is, walking out, giving people middle fingers all the way through. Weird. That that's not how one sells that sort of stuff. Uh, my uh,
2: one of my WrestleMania. Be
0: sure parties. to check out Austin Aries on MLW Fusion.
2: <laughs> we um, we do wrestling themed food, and I will forever be pissed at Austin Aries because he got fired. Already after we had confirmed making an Austin Aries banana pudding, and we uh, didn't have time to change, and there's no other banana themed wrestler.
0: What the fuck is an Austin? A- oh right, because he had that thing with the banana.
2: It's it's a yeah, Because yeah. Austin Aries had a banana because of a Reddit thing. Someone on <laughs> someone on Reddit had said. Hey, if anybody, if anybody from WWE reads Squared Circle, say the word banana tonight.
1: I'm so but, bothered right now. I hate Reddit. Don't ever use Reddit, kids. Be better than that.
0: But you know what? Else, you know so what? his dumb friends are allowed to wrestle again. I was, I reason. was going to
1: segue into that. Well, you know, we're just gonna take the ball and run with it here, Oscar. Sorry about that one. How about Shayna's dumb friends? We like them, right?
0: Yeah, it's Marina Shafir and, and Jessamine Duke. Like that's
1: their names,
0: yeah. Remember the when stream. they like remember when they're allowed to wrestle on a match like before evolution? And then WWE seemingly had the idea of well this was a
1: fucking mistake. Let's not do that anymore. Yeah, weird. It's it has been that long. Jesus, they've really been just doing absolutely nothing.
0: Yep, well, guess what? Tonight they had uh, a match against fucking um, Dakota Kai and Tegan Fox in a number one contendership for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships.
1: Well, okay, I think I know who wins that one.
0: That fucking escalated quickly!
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, wow, we've really run out of ideas here. Trains off the rails.
2: Does anybody still care about the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships?
0: I mean, apparently Dakota Kai and Tegan Fox Knox do.
1: Asuka's using Asian mist now because they don't care about her that much. Ah! Uh,
2: I knew about this, but god fucking damn it, WWE.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look at her. She's she's very Japanese. Uh, the last one I saw like that was Muta, Muda, the, the Muta. Um, Like a uh, Tajaria, uh, just give give her some of that green pack and let her spray it on her face. Uh, yeah, God, it's such good shit, pal. Ah. So you and I ah, say this so is someone you, that fucking
2: lady. likes mist.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's cool when it's like their thing.
0: Yeah, mist is yeah. dope as fuck.
1: But yeah, that ain't her shit. What the fuck?
0: If
2: Oscar's a heel now, can we have can we have evil clown Oscar back?
1: I mean, for one thing, all clowns are evil, to be honest. But yes, we we should have that back.
0: Asuka has... Asuka's Asuka's face paint now is basically uh, her eyes and mouth are constantly dripping green shit. And it looks really fucking cool. What it it if, actually what does look if, really fucking cool. It looks like she's crying acid. I'm fucking into it. If they're making... Like, I appreciate that if they're making her do the stupid Miss thing, she's going all the way with it.
1: Yeah, because I think that's all she's got left. And otherwise, she's got a YouTube channel. What if... She's, TV. she's got her what Twitch. What if Asuka... What if Asuka brings the Nazi uniform back? Uh, Damn. Uh... Um, how about Evo Fenn there? <laughs> <laughs> um, Natsuka, am I right? speak, speak uh, how about Evo Finn
0: speaking Balor? Speaking of evil. <laughs> Look, I, I want to actually talk about this in the sense that I will say that for as much as it's weird <coughs> that we haven't seen them in so long, Jessamyn Duke has actually mm-hmm. gotten better. That's good. She's pretty, she's decent. Like, she was selling very well. Like, she looked pretty good. Like, she had a good... <coughs> like, yeah, Jessica Duke. Like, she's, she looks
1: really good. That, that's good, because she wasn't very good at streaming on Twitch. That's for sure. She doesn't have a future there. Might as she well have one wrestling. She was a Twitch streamer? Actually, of course 8-bit she Amazon was. on Twitch. Of course she was. Yep, 8-bit Amazon. I followed her for a while. She stopped <coughs> streaming at that point. I looked at her archives. They were very bad
0: and marina shafir
1: um yeah he's she's uh, the sweaty guy from uh, undisputed era's wife as a kid
0: so after dakota kai and tegan fox won the ma- Knox won the match uh wait what yeah after they won the match not because oh. let's not talk about marina anymore oh oops um yeah she's she's still not good Oh She's still boy. really not good. Oh
1: boy. I'm not she doesn't look like she's improved at all in the past year. So John let me ask you this, what are the odds that Tegan Knox's knees explode during the tag team championship match? I fucking hope not. I hope not either, but I'm I'm it's expl I'm expecting them to shoot out into the crowd. And somebody gets a free souvenir. Maybe they toss it back like they did the Scorpio Sky shoe. They're both,
0: both she and Dakota are wearing, like, gigantic knee braces now. Yeah,
1: it's bad. It,
0: I, why? Like, if you need to wear a knee brace like that, like, maybe you shouldn't be doing this.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great observation there, John. I think you've uh, hit it on the head, and yet, here they are. It's all they know.
0: Asuka and, Asuka and, and Kyrie cut a promo on them. Asuka yelled at them in Japanese. I like cool. I liked it. I As like you Asuka. do. Yeah, Asuka's wonderful.
2: Asuka's, Asuka's awesome.
0: That match is going to be next week, and I'm sure it'll be good.
1: I'm sure so too.
0: And then there was the main event.
1: What was the main event? Let's
0: see it, it was a North American Championship match between the champion Rod Strunk. And fuck you, Keith Lee and
1: Dominic Dijakovic.
0: <laughs> um, wow, that seems original
1: and completely unique.
0: You know, I will say that, yeah, for as much as we've seen this shit way too many times, like, this was still really good, and Strongy Boy, with his fucking dirtbag bullshit, just brought a a lot of fun to it. He did really change the dynamic up a bunch, and like he brought some fun shit there and was full on dirtbag with it and like the way that they kind of just played into like them both kind of beating the shit. Like, the match kind of at a point to into both die Jack and and Lee beating the shit out of rod strong just because they fucking hate him and then being like no it's us too we're gonna fight we're gonna finally finish this once and for all and then of course like die Jack hits like a big a big move on Lee and fucking strong steals the pin
1: yep that sounds about right that's that's the uh the dynamic of a triple threat yep which hey it's exactly what it should be
0: and it was really yeah. fun for it. But yep. boy, howdy, are they sure setting up for these two to fucking fight again now that they've gotten them... Let's see, uh, they each one won one. There was a double count out, a no, d- a, 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 a no contest, and now one where neither of them won because a third person won.
1: Can we just settle this in war games just like them in the war I, games? I cage. mean,
0: honestly...
2: Is War Games going to be Undisputed Era versus Dijakovic,
0: Keith Lee, and DIY? (laughs) No, it's not, actually. Because after this, as is typical, we have Stronky Boys, cool friends, come out to celebrate with him and be all like, Look at our belts! We have belts, too! Everybody has belts! Boom. They system shock. Because they're mm-hmm. Shodan and it's great. Yeah. Uh, you miserable piles of flesh. And then that fucking guy comes out. Oh. Ooh. Ooh,
1: they, they have his they have his Goldie.
0: Yeah, and he has a crutch. Oh
1: no. Why does he still have the crutch?
0: Because it's his battle crutch. It's the cr- like I don't have you I seen the crutch, Oscar.
2: I appreciate that his because crutch the- is camo.
0: Exactly! The crush is camo! It is a weapon! If it's
1: camo, it means it can't be seen easily,
0: so... Exactly! That's how he's using it to get him. It's a trick. It's playing a trick with the mind's eye. Anyway, he comes (coughs) out, and then, if you remember, last week, uh, they asked uh, one Johnson Rassleman, the Johnny Gargano, about what he feels about Chompa coming back, and his answer is basically like, I mean... He was kind of a dick to me, so I'll see how I feel when I'm in the ring with him.
1: Yeah, we had a sho- blood feud, but, you know, I mean, it's okay, I guess. Maybe we'll find out <laughs> if we saw that blood feud when I get in the ring, and they say whether I do or I don't. I don't know, man.
0: And Johnny shows up, basically. Okay. And he stares at Champa for a while, and then he decides to join in on the standoff against the Undisputed Era. Jesus. And then, then the man who had been advertised as being there live all fucking night, and they're just gonna let him go without, I guess, acknowledging it, Finn Balor finally shows up.
1: Huh, interesting. So, yeah, it's like finally hit his cue. Good. Good. And
0: then he comes out, and then they, the three of them, they all stand up against the Undisputed Era. To the point that Ciampa's like, you know what, fuck this, I don't need this crutch anymore. Let's fucking go. Let's do this. And then Finn Bauer-Pele kicks John Gargano in the fucking face. Fuck yeah!
1: <laughs> you know, it's about time somebody did
0: that. And then the, the Era just beats the shit out of Ciampa. While Finn watches. Is Finn Undisputed... So- this is where I thought it was going, and I was fucking stoked, but the answer is no, because Finn then leaves the ring and then just continues to beat the shit out of Johnny Gargano and uh, dr- does a fucking bloody Sunday to him to the fucking ramp. Jesus Christ. I if mean, you don't okay. know, Oscar, that is, that is a vertical suplex into a fucking brain buster. I know uh, what a, know it, what a it, bloody Sunday
2: is. It's not called the bloody Sunday in WWE. It's renamed the 1916.
1: Well, I'm calling it the Bloody Sunday. Yeah, it's a Bloody Sunday.
2: I, I play these fucking shitty WWE video games where they have the move lists in them.
0: I honestly forgot that that it was the 1916, to be perfectly honest. But, yeah, no, he fucking killed Johnny Gargano and then just left while the era were staring at him and, and doing their pose and being like, No, see, we got UE, fuck you! Like, it's cool that you killed that guy, but get out of here. Fuck you, UE, for life.
1: I had a club once.
2: I mean, I'll be honest, it makes sense that Finn Balor is not is in the, the, the Undisputed of... Era, because isn't that team, like, all former Ring of Honor people?
0: Uh, hey, yeah. one of them was also the leader of Bullet Club, thank you.
1: Uh, Adam Cole was the leader of Bullet Club? Yeah. Nah, I don't know if I agree with that one. I mean, he was in Bullet Club. He was like a lieutenant, but he was basically kicked out and replaced with Marty Skrull By Kenny Omega, the actual leader of the Bullet Club at the time. He just had to die, you know? That's how it goes sometimes. You know, in some groups there's a good guy, and there's a villain.
2: When
0: are are villain enterprises' contracts up? Um, I
1: think next month.
0: Yeah, next month. And or at least PC- just Marty's. I mean, PCO sounds like he's going to stay. Yeah, and PCO's think-
1: is up very soon as well, but he's indicating he's going to stay to Ring Honor no matter what. But what yeah, you're saying
2: think- is that War Games could be the undisputed era versus Villain Enterprises.
0: No, because again, all their contracts are staggered. Like Marty's, Marty's, I think is up in November, but like I think PCO has a few more months, and I I think Brody King has a while too.
1: And like I don't know about, I don't even know about Flip. Finn Balor presents Bad Guy Incorporated coming NXT soon. So yeah,
0: I mean, look. This NXT, I feel like it was definitely a better show in the sense of like the wrestling is really, the wrestling was fucking great this week without a doubt. Like they, you know, they still have some problems with like the pacing with the commercials and everything. But yeah. like the wrestling was real good. And like they're setting things, it seems like they're setting some things up for war games. Like we're, we're definitely probably going to get Ciampa and uh, Ciampa and, and what's his name? Cole. Like we're definitely going to get Balor and, uh, and Gargano. Unless they're going to give that on TV, which they shouldn't, because fucking no. War Games is like what three weeks away now.
1: Yeah, they, they need to give that away on a takeover.
0: Like it seems like it seems like Shane and Rhea is going to be the match. Is yes?
2: Is Finn Balor going to get a real rock and roll a
1: theme? No. Just that. That's over with. I think. The dream's dead. He's just going to have his usual dramatic uh, orchestral music.
0: I, I could see him getting a new theme.
1: What if it's his orchestral music but dubstep?
2: I mean, sure. It, you know, as is, the, as is the WWE way, when you turn heel, you get a slower dubstep version of your theme. It worked for Neville. It worked for Emma. It can work for you.
1: It worked for Alexa Bliss, thank you very much. Oh, fuck
2: right, Alexa Bliss!
1: Hers was even. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yo. I forgot about her old theme. Yeah. No, Disney Princess theme to dubstep uh, Meanie. So mean. So
0: dark. Yeah. Just like this show. Wait no! What am I talking about? This is the most posy podcast in the world of professional wrestling. Which yeah, is we're professionals. we professionals. You just mean fun.
2: you just mean it's the most dark in the sense that it's the only pro wrestling dark, cool podcast that covers the AEW show dark,
0: and also the Dark
1: Order. That's also true. Yeah. Hopefully, they get good. Put a goddamn tank up on Eva Yeah.
0: Maybe just wear like some, ba- maybe just like some baggier pants or something. Like, I think it's those tight pants.
1: Yeah. They make they make his shape look weird. Yeah. Idea, just pop him ahead right now. Do not, uh, I'm going to drop a postcard in the mailbox before this goes live. I'm going to mail it to myself. Do not steal. Eva Luno turns into Robotnik. Okay. Okay. He's got the perfect shape. He is now Ivo Robotnik. Sonic coming He just need, stone. he
0: just needs to get Stu Grayson to shave his beard and all his his facial hair and graft it onto Evil Uno's face. There you go, perfect. See, perfect.
1: See, and I don't know what Stu Grayson can turn into. Of uh, Stu-, like- Stu Grayson can become Metal Sonic. He can be Scratcher Grounder. There you go. Sure, Scratcher Grounder. Make it happen. Yeah, uh, there's no reason not to. This is perfect. It's going to sell a million. It's going to sell so much goddamn merch it's such good shit pal it's gonna become best-selling shit on pro wrestling tees god damn it you're gonna buy it and everyone's gonna buy it and it's gonna be the greatest
2: they should they should just copyright be damned re them back as the super smash brothers just so that you can buy officially licensed super smash brothers
1: merch from
2: aew
1: what's doug bowser doing in the aew zone He has a lawsuit for us. Wow. It's a cease and desist. (laughs) We haven't seen these in a while. (coughs) Dear God. (laughs) That's all
0: I got on that one. That's I think that's all we got here. Fuck man. But hey, this has been a good episode, so I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, I've hey, wrestling's good. When we let wrestling be good, by which I mean we (coughs) don't talk about the stuff that's happening on the other show. Yeah, let's
1: never talk about that again.
0: Hey, speaking of the stuff that's happening on the other show, guess what's happening this Monday on uh, Heel Turn? We're um, gonna do predictions for fucking Crown Jewel! Why? Why would you do that? Why? It's okay, John. I also don't know why Owen and Oscar are going to fucking do a Patreon podcast for it next week.
1: I hate everything about this. I'm so mad right now. You know, you know. look, when Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman
2: comes to your door and says, we will give you a million dollars to record a podcast in support of Saudi Vision 2030.
1: I'm saying I better get a cut of that right now. I'm going to play the NFL uh, like relative. Coming to your doorstep saying, hey, you got that million? I could use 50000 right now.
0: You know, now that I think about it, as of yesterday, I officially can't watch the WWE Network anymore.
1: Oh, you finally got the cancel done, huh?
0: I mean, you know, I did it weeks ago, and it just took a while for it to work, but like... Yeah. but still, good on you.
1: Congratulations, Mazel tov. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I, now I'll w- have to watch... I mean, I'm probably going to have to renew for Survivor Series unless Owen, like, buys me a subscription, like I keep telling him to. <laughs> I literally can't cancel WWE Network because it's included in my cable package.
1: Well done. <laughs> good good job, Canada. I have an idea, John. Just have Oscar do an impression of you for the Survivor Series podcast. Then you don't oh, was you
2: saying it. that real New Jersey John should do an entire
0: podcast?
1: I love this. This is great. Let's make Owen do it.
0: I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that we had a, a real person do a podcast For some fucking reason
2: <laughs> or, or John, just come up to... to it's Thanksgiving weekend to Survivor Series, right? I don't know, actually Book that weekend off, come hang out with me in Toronto We'll watch Survivor Series, we'll get drunk, and then
0: you can podcast with Owen Actually, the best part is that if it is the weekend of if, if it is Thanksgiving weekend, then I'm, there's a good chance that I'm going to be on like a trip to Vermont. So I'm not gonna I'm not even going to be on heel turn that week. The perfect crime, the perfect escape. Get out, please, Token. can. I will be back in time for heel alternative.
1: Nice. And that's going to do it for
0: episode four of Heal Alternative, the podcast that we do. The best podcast on the internet, according to someone. Let's plug your shit. Trace, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at PSEG. You can find me on Twitch.tv slash PeaceEgg. That's P-E-A-C-E-E-G-G. Same on Mixer.com slash PeaceEgg. I probably will stream eventually. I do Fortnite shit. Owen's got me deep into the Fortnite game, y'all.
0: More Fortnite, more problems. Oscar. Oh yeah. You can find me
2: on Twitter at OsagatheGreat, Instagram at OsagatheGreat, TikTok at OsagatheGreat. If you look up OsagatheGreat on any social media site, it's probably me.
0: And I have been your host, John Garecki-Maxwell. You can find me a whole myriad of places on the internet, including Instagram, Twitter, other places, at IamJohnGM, Twitch at video underscore shames, and of course, Venmo at I am IamJohn.
1: Pay the man.
0: And if you like what you hear on this show, I mean, you can find us a whole bunch of other places too. Check us out over at Twitch.tv slash Pro Wrestling, where we stream uh, Heel Turn and soon this show live. If my computer ever gets good enough to do that, and I if figure it, out how it shit
1: works. If it doesn't, I'll find a way to stream it. Goddamn it! I, I Hooray! Can't, I can't believe we have that Twitch name. Me neither. I, and it's so course, good.
0: If you, like, if you like this show and the other shows, you can give us money over at patreon.cool. Sign up for our Patreon to get exclusive content and all that stuff. And, of course, find us every single day at prowrestling.cool.
1: It's not just cool. It's prowrestling.cool. Thank you. Oscar,
0: what happened there? You're supposed to... Come on. Have I done it once?
1: You... Broke over on me the last time I tried doing it.
2: I, for, I, for, I forgot about the wine.
1: I mean, if, if you would like to try it again, uh, you can do it right now. Just uh, we'll give you a couple seconds to do it.
0: Nope, too late. This has been episode four of Kilo Alternative until next Wednesday. Y'all come back now, you here.
1: I mean, if he did it, I was just going to play Tai Chi over him. <laughs>
0: This podcast is brought to you by the Zonecast Network, executive produced by Owen Douglas. Visit zonecast.com for more shows.